Life can be stressful, even under normal circumstances. 2020 has challenged even the most difficult times of life. You need stress relief that goes beyond quick fixes. That's Headspace. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research and can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Go to headspace.com slash C-suite for a free one-month trial. Headspace.com slash C-suite. This is the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. Here's Robert Kiyosaki. And today we have a very important show, like I think all of our important shows are. And this is especially for those of you who are saying, oh, I wish I could make more money. Or how come I'm poor? Or how come I don't get any breaks? Or how come I'm not happy? Or how come my wife hates me or my husband hates me? Well, why is life not working, you know? And the Rich Dad Radio Show is primarily about money, but money is often a symptom of something else. Like if you don't have money, it's a symptom. There's something going on with you. And today's program's a very important program because it's, uh, I'm not very religious. I went, I flunked out of Sunday school also, but I did learn to give and you shall receive. And one of the main reasons people are not richer, either spiritually, happy, health, whatever it is, is because you're not giving enough. Like, for instance, if you want to be healthier, you've got to exercise. And God knows, we all know this world is filled with greedy, 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 greedy people. You and I have probably, you know, probably know some personally. Maybe it's you. The point here is this, and some of you have had people steal from you. You know, in my business, the Rich Dad Company, we've had a lot of people steal from the inside. And that's just part of life. You know, they're all so-called God's creatures. Thieves, criminals, prostitutes, saints, all that stuff. It's all part of life. And part of life is learning how to deal with people who steal. We're not talking about people who steal. We're going to talk about you giving more, being more generous. So that is the theme of this show. So we have some very, very special guests. And our first guest today is Frank Hopkins, Jr. He is a pastor, an entrepreneur, and a speaker. So when he speaks of God, the man comes from the cloth. And I'm honored to meet him. I met him at the New Orleans Investment Conference. One of the hard parts about my life right now is that I'm always surrounded by people. Like when I was walking through the New Orleans Investment Conference, doing my best to look at other you know, people pitching their deals and their, their new investments and their projects and all this stuff, I can't even look at the show because everybody wants to talk to me. That's my autograph, and, it, and I, I appreciate it, but I'm also there as a student to learn what these other entrepreneurs are pitching. And so I, I do. I have to walk with bodyguards and kind of go through the show. It's it's the price I pay. I'm not complaining, but it's a part of the price. And then also, I, I just came across this guy Frank, and the bodyguards try to push Frank out of the way, but somehow there was something special about him. I didn't know what, so I said, "No, no, let me stop. Let me talk to Frank." And that's when I met Frank, and he started talking to me about being a pastor, and how one of his projects now is going into prisons to educate the inmates in there about taking a look at a different type of life. 
See, most prisoners are entrepreneurs also. They're just on the other side of the law. So anyway, Frank is there educating prisoners to be entrepreneurs on the legal side. And if I can help them on that, count me in. So he and I talked, and that's why Frank is part of this program. And the second guest is a dear friend of mine, Darren Weeks. He's an entrepreneur, he's a real estate investor. He's the author of the book, The Art of Raising Capital. But Darren has taught more people the cash flow game than any other person I know. And he's gonna be talking to about what happens when he gives. He, he, he teaches because he loves teaching. He wants to, let's say, help his fellow human beings. And the more he gives, the more he receives. So for all you people who are listening right now saying, well, yeah, my life sucks, I'm not healthy, I'm not happy, I'm not making enough money, this is your program. Because as the good Lord says, you have to give if you want to receive. Or it's like the guy standing in front of the fireplace with wood in his hand, yelling at the fireplace, when you give me heat, I'll give you wood. That's not the way it works. You gotta put the wood in first, and then the, and then the fireplace gives you heat. But most people go through life hanging on to the wood, not putting it in the fireplace and wondering why they're starving and freezing and all this stuff. So Frank, would you mind giving us a little bit of your background and how did you become a man of the cloth, becoming a pastor? Uh, sure. Uh, the um, Gosh, my, my parents used to take us to church when we were little kids. I grew up in Miami and um, I my father used to let me skip school to go to work with them. And so I, I got to be close uh, in terms of the entrepreneurial world and, and um, small business life. And what kind of work did your father do? He, uh, he did several, all, he had a sporting good business, construction, he sold uh, data to supermarkets, uh, he did all kinds of things. And so anything to, anything to make a buck. And oh, yeah. so I, I got to see, you know, like right up cl close and personal what it meant to, you know, run the business and do the whole business thing. And so I grew up in church when we weren't, you know, when we didn't skip to go to work. And, um, and then I, we worked together, did uh, several things together over time. And I started going to church later in life, Robert and Darren. It was, I was in my forties when I got serious about uh, my faith. And so I was running a business at that point, had several hundred employees and, uh, what, what kind of business? Going to we we uh, we serviced uh, supermarket chains and sold uh, inventory and competitive pricing uh, on you know their competitors in their in their market areas and then we were hired uh, uh, to check pricing on audits to make sure that everybody was compliant in those supermarkets. So we were very uh, labor intensive, had a lot of people running around up and down the East Coast, and um, in between that work, you know, I would show up on Sundays and do my, uh, my duty to, to be at church with my wife and my kids. And then um, 2005, I, I really got serious about my faith. I had a uh, spiritual experience uh, with Christ and uh, changed my life and my priorities. And so I uh, became a volunteer pastor at a church in Miami. And they uh, made, you know, all kind of mistakes that was a very entrepreneurial type of church, trying to reach people and minister to them and, and help. And I, because the church was very focused on serving people, I, I really, for the first time in my life, I really understood or began to understand what it meant to think of people, you know, 
other than myself who, you know, have been blessed and, and uh, so many positive things that happened in my life. And but to be generous and to give to your earlier comments, uh, I couldn't agree with more. And so that began my my life as a pastor. And uh, and then I was responsible for the operations of the church and uh, got to go to places you know, like Iraq and, and different places to help pastors on strategy and figure things out or try to. And um, then when I finished my time there, we, and during that time, we started a prison ministry and I started going into the prisons and just had a heart for, you know, trying to help these guys, uh, you know, have a better life when they get out. And, where, and was I, the, where was the prison? In Miami. Miami, okay. Um, yeah, we were actually in, I don't know, I think five or six of them, but there was one that I was focused on. It was one, what they call reentry, Robert, where, you know, these guys are going to be out in the next, you know, year to two years. And so we were all trying to equip them, you know, to uh, not come back, if you will. And so as in working in that, um, really enjoyed helping them. They, you know, were very responsive and we would teach them theology and then we would teach them how to start a business and business plans and different things. Actually, how I got introduced to you, I was I was listening to your podcast at the, my kitchen counter in Miami, and I grew up, you know, with this idea that you know debt is bad and and uh, house paid off is the right way to be, and then when I heard you say something like um, your house is not an asset, and um, my wife and I were there and we both looked at each other like you know it was heresy, and I'm like what did he just say? And um, she said he said you know your your house is not an asset, and so. We played it back and played it back and started listening to your your podcast and started educating ourselves on a different way of thinking. And so uh, we became in 2000 and uh, late 16 and then 17 real estate investors. And um, you know I have gone a very different path because of your teaching. And so I am your teaching and the prison the you know, prison I serve in in Orlando has given us uh, freedom to uh, teach. Uh, your content and, and have their cash flow game, and so that when these guys get out, they they can pursue a, a different life. Amen, um, as, as, amen, amen, brother. Like I said, I'm not really religious, but I say amen to you and thank you for your teaching. So well, once again, it's Rich Jarrett Radio Show. We're talking about the importance of giving if you want to receive more. And one of the reasons people are not rich, either health, wealth, or happiness, is because they're greedy. They're not being generous. So before we go to break, I'll ask Darren to introduce himself because Darren is definitely a giver. He's one of the most generous guys I know. But we don't give people money. We give people financial education so they can create money and not have to steal from other people. So Darren, explain to the people how you came to start teaching cash flow and what's it done for your life. Well, it's definitely changed my life. And it's because I wanted to be rich when I was a kid, like most kids do. And I followed the poor dad path and mentality of going to school to try to get a good job. And the challenge was, you know, I could barely get through university. I failed out of classes a number of times, almost got kicked out. And even after I got my Bachelor of Commerce degree back in the early 90s, I couldn't get a job because the economy was so poor. So, you know, fast forward 10 years, I finally re read the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad in 2001, and it was just like an epiphany went off in my head, and I said, this is amazing. And personally, I wanted to make sure I could share that information in that book with some of my friends, and then I found out there was a cash flow game, and I started to play the game, and I thought, you know what, this is unbelievable information, and I thought, I'm going to start a business, and I'm going to just host cash flow games, 
and I'll charge, you know, $30, $40, $50 to get people to come to the, uh, you know, the event, and I'll teach them what I know. And, Robert, it was, it was unbelievable because only eight or actually four people showed up the first time I played cash flow, and then eight or ten the next couple times. And I went to one year seminars in 2002, and that's where it hit me. And you, you basically said to the crowd, and I was just one of the participants, you said, the more you give, the more you shall receive. And that's when a light bulb went off in my head. And I started to then say, I'm going to do all my events for free. Anybody who wants to play the game, I don't want any money to be the reason why they can't come into the room. And a week later, I had so many people in the seminar. I had over 200 people play the cash flow game. They were actually sitting on the floors because it was free. And that's just a quick summary of when I learned that lesson, you know, don't charge necessarily for everything. Do things for the right reasons. Do things for free. That's when my business exploded. And since then, I've played that cash flow game easily with 100,000 people, spoke to hundreds of thousands of people over the world. And financially, my life is a lot different now than it was when I first read Rich Dad Poor Dad in 2001. And again, primarily because I learned the lesson. The more I gave, the more I received. And so that's what the Rich Dad Radio Show is about today. It's about being rich, but not just financially. It's about being healthy, wealthy, and happy, doing what you love to do. So if you don't have enough, it might be because you're being a little greedy there. It might be time to get a bit more generous and give. So when we come back, we're going to speak more to Darren Weeks, entrepreneur, real estate investor, author of The Art of Raising Capital, and Frank Hopkins, Jr., entrepreneur, pastor, and speaker. And we'll be talking to them more about how if you give what you want, you get what you want back. For example, you want a punch in the mouth? The fastest way to get one is throw a punch. If you want money, teach other people to be rich. You're listening to The Rich Dad Radio Show with Robert Kiyosaki. Every business owner and real estate investor needs asset protection. Entities like LLCs, S, or C-Corps are vital to protect yourself and your business. Let Corporate Direct guide you through the process of forming a corporation or LLC. Corporate Direct is owned by Rich Dad Advisor Garrett Sutton and is Robert Kiyosaki's choice for corporate formation. Mention Rich Dad and receive $100 off a formation. Call 800-600-1760. That's 800-600-1760. Or visit online at CorporateDirect.com. That's CorporateDirect.com. Log on to RichDadRadio.com while you listen. Now back to Robert Kiyosaki. And my life began back in the 60s when I went. I was schooled in New York, and this friend of mine asked me to go help Boy Scouts. I thought, why do I help Boy Scouts? But we in New York City, we went to a projects out in Brooklyn, and we're going to take kids camping. And I go, why am I doing this? And my friend, who was from Florida, Bob Cook, he says, no, we got to do it. So he was a good Christian. I'm not. So anyway, I took these kids camping. And I remember there was this mother, she's probably younger than me, but she already had three kids. And I looked at her, and she was trapped in these tenements. And it, 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 I, I had never been around that kind of poverty in my whole life. I went, holy mackerel. So what the hell is going on here? You know, I'm going to one of the richest schools in the world. It was the U.S. Merchant Marine Academy. And here's this woman, younger than me, already with three kids. And I kind of made a promise. I said, if I can find a way to help you, I will. But giving her money was not going to help. I knew that. 
And so there was kind of a vow, and a vow is a promise you make to your God, your spirit. So I said, well, someday I'll find a way to help you. But giving you money is not going to help you. I knew that. You know, you give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. And that's what we're doing today. We have to teach people to fish. So our program today is for those of you who would like to find what it is you're supposed to be doing with your life. You know, what did God send you here to do? You know, is it to cure cancer? Is it to cure this or help this or do something? And I find, I personally, this is my opinion, which is pretty selfish on my part, but most people are just greedy. I don't have the time, I've had the money, you know. And, and you know, I, I get it. I have the same constraints everybody else does, time and money and, you know, how do I get ahead and all that. It's all about me a lot of the time. But I have to remind myself of a vow. How can I support you? And that's what, what people are looking for today is called social entrepreneurship or people who are for real. So our program today, as well as you know, you can listen to the Rich Dad Radio program anytime, anywhere on iTunes or Android. You can listen to the, all of our programs are archived at richdadradio.com. And we archive them simply because if it's worth listening to once, it's worth listening to a second time and third time, because that's how we learn by repetition. But also if you have friends, family, or business people, who want to be more generous with their life, find more happiness, wealth, health, and happiness, then this is your program. So you can go to richdadradio.com. All of our programs are archived there. Our guest today, our great friend, Darren Weeks, entrepreneur, real estate investor, author of The Art of Raising Capital, and his website is fasttracktocashflow.com, fasttracktocashflow.com. And I just met Frank Hopkins very briefly at the New Orleans Investment Conference. Great investment conference for those of you who want to understand resource entrepreneurship, which is gold, food, you know, none of this technology stuff. It's basic resource-based entrepreneurship. And Frank is an entrepreneur, pastor, and speaker. And we're talking about being generous. There comes a time in life where you come to serve your fellow human being. You don't, you don't just, you're not here just make money for yourself. And in my opinion, there's just too much greed in this world today. I mean, there is absolutely too much greed. People are trying to rip everybody else off. And for those who know the Rich Dad story, we've, I've had my share of people ripping us off and stealing. And so that's why you gotta be very careful today. And I, So it's a very important show because you want more health, wealth, and happiness, you have to give. If you fall in love with somebody else, it's not the easiest thing to do because we've all been screwed, shall we say, by people we trusted. So with that said, I'm going to ask Darren, you know, Weeks, what's it been like? I mean, we're, we're you and I are in a few weeks, a few days actually, going to Mexico, and we're now going to teach how many people the cash flow game in Mexico City? Well, there's going to be close to 3,000 people, and we're going to have a world record cash flow event uh, with also a streaming event in Peru. So it's going to be a very large event playing cash flow, which is what I've done for 16 years now of my life. And why do you do it? Yeah, that's a good question. I think the biggest reason is just the people that you meet. Now it's throughout the world. When I first started, it was right across Canada. But I, I love doing events because I don't force anybody to go into the room. So everybody that I meet in my life is positive. I don't hang out with any negative people. And you meet a really bunch of real fascinating entrepreneurs as well. So that's the main reasons I do it. So, you know, there's, there's also a magic, like you know, when people say, well, how do you meet President Trump? Now, I know he's not that popular in Mexico, but he's still president of the United States. 
And I met President Trump because he and I teach. You know, he's one of the few guys that supports network marketing because it's how people teach, how, how they learn about commerce and entrepreneurship. And it was a mission, you know, to the mission of the Rich Dad Company is to elevate the financial well-being of humanity. That's my mission. It's every day. I have more than enough money, but my mission's not done yet. So I meet Donald Trump, and then just at, at the present time, a, a guy named Alex Rodriguez called. He's pretty famous in baseball, and he wants to teach also. And so I talked to him about how he can reach the Hispanic people, the Latinos and Latinas, as well as all the fans in Japan who are baseball nuts. You know, so we all can give in our ways. So it's the magic of being true to your mission or to your spirit. And that would never have happened if I was just trying to screw people and make a few bucks selling real estate. I mean, that's really, to me, very base. And yet I am surrounded by greedy, 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 greedy people. It makes me really, really nauseous. But that's life. And we have Frank Hopkins Jr., entrepreneur, pastor, and speaker. And I met him again at the New Orleans Investment Conference. And he is now teaching other entrepreneurs, except they're entrepreneurs on the other side of the law. That's why they're in jail. You know, I don't, I don't have much respect for people who do nothing and get paid. And we know there's a lot of those guys around there. And as I always say, there's two kinds of bank robbers, those who rob from the outside and those who work for the banking system on the inside, like J.P. Morgan and Goldman Sachs and those guys, they're just ripping everybody off. And God bless them, man. They're, they all got their position in life. But I want to support Frank. We've sent him two cash flow games and as many cash flow and rich dad, poor dad books because he's going to be working with people who are entrepreneurs who hopefully have seen the light, but now they have a hard row ahead of them because as criminals... With a record, it's really hard to get a job. Really, really hard. So that's why we're supporting Frank. So Frank, how in the world and what do you get from teaching offenders who are hopefully going to make it into the real world and not go back to jail? What, what are you doing? Well, um, what I get from it is the joy of, of uh, giving to someone else. Um, my father used to say the definition of a good day is when you help somebody who can't help you back. And um, didn't understand that when I was younger, but as I got older, I saw the joy in you know, just being able to help people for the reason of helping them. Yeah, great. Yeah, you, you had a great father. Great father. Well, thank you. I yeah, he's uh, uh, he died about ten years ago, and, and was my hero, still is. But um, and ten he, years ago, that's when you found religion, right, or you, the Lord? Well. It was just, yeah, it was just a little bit before that, and um, 2005, and then you know he passed a couple of years later, and uh, he he taught me some things you know about you know one of the things that that happens for us Robert is as pastors uh, many times when a family member is about to about to pass away, the family will call us to to pray with the individual, and you know just be there with them, and so. I've done that on, on numerous occasions, and anytime that you talk to a, uh, a man who's about to die, he never says, "I wish I had made more money or you know taken advantage of more people." He always says, "I wish I had loved more. I wish I had given more. I wish I had invested in other people." Well, I, I, your, I spent a judgmental thinking. I spent a couple of nights in jail for a drunk driving. <laughs> okay, 
So, and they saved my life by locking me up. So it was a good thing, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But well, I, I, had, I had so to go they, see the judge the next day and kind of sober up. <laughs> it's well, not fun. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. And so what, what happens is um, when you, when, when you go in to help these guys, you know, they, they've come, they've come up in difficult situations. Um, many times, you know, mother or father or both are there, drugs involved, et cetera. And so what we have to do is try to help them, you know, reprogram, you know, what they've learned all these years. And so when you go in, you have to delete your judgment, right? Because, you know, if, if a person that you're working with has told you I've, you know, committed horrible crimes against another human being, you know, it's not my job to be there to judge them. Somebody else is already taking care of that. And I agree with you. Um, there's not enough of that going on today, in, in my opinion. And, um, you know, everything I can do, even in a small place in Orlando, Florida, I'm going to do it. So, Well, congratulations, Frank. And that's why, you know, like I wanted Darren on the on this radio, Rich Dad radio program with you, because it is about your life's mission. What is your life's purpose? And too many people say this. Well, why doesn't the government do something about it? Well, the government's so screwed up, they can't do anything anyway. Why did you expect the government to do it? And so the, one of the reasons we created the cash flow board game back in 1996, Kim and I, and by the way, she's not here because she is on a webinar with uh, a bunch of women out of um, Estonia, Sweden, and Finland. She's doing her job to support financial education. And the mission, which is to elevate the financial well-being of humanity, is because that's the way she gives. So one of the most important things I'm going to leave you with there, and before we come back for the last part of our program, is... What did God send you here to do? You know, is it just to work for the government, get a paycheck, collect a pension? You know, I meet people like that, and to me, that's fine, that's their choice, but that's not my choice. You know, and every time people ask me, why don't you retire? I said, I could have retired. I did retire a long time ago, but I have a mission to complete. As that poem goes, as the words are lovely, dark and deep, but I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep, and miles to go before I sleep. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Rich Dad Radio Show with Robert Kiyosaki. Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad Advisors have a great gift for you. Visit richdadadvisors.com and receive five free reports on business and investing success. Five free reports that can help you right now. And while there, check out the Author's Choice audio series. Audio is a great way to learn. And for as little as 99 cents, you can download key chapters from all the Rich Dad Advisor books. You can listen to The Myths and Magic of Real Estate Investing, Seven Steps to Limited Liability, The Four Pillars of Investing, Team Code of Honor, or The Psychology of Debt, among other great audios. For pennies, you can power up your skills for getting out of the rat race. So please visit richdadadvisors.com for your five free reports and your powerful and affordable audio chapters. That's richdadadvisors.com for great information that can help you right now. This is the Rich Dad Radio Show. The good news and bad news about money. Here's Robert Kiyosaki. I'm not religious. I really don't have any charge on what religion you follow or not follow. But the question is, what did God send you here to do? What's in your heart? 
and for mine, I, 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 it seems my whole life was to find out why our schools don't teach us anything about money. And by the way, what was, what is money? And I never understood that. And every time I went to school, the teacher wouldn't teach me it. So I kind of thought I was wasting my time in school because I wasn't learning what I wanted to learn. And every time I asked a teacher about money, I was growing up in Hawaii, my teacher says, well, your job is to get a job. I said, but I don't want a job. You know, and that's when I met my rich dad who taught me about money, whereas my poor dad was the academic. Now, my poor dad was a very generous man. He and my mom took two years off their lives to work for President Kennedy's Peace Corps. So for two years, our family was broke because mom and dad went to work for the Peace Corps, but they were the happiest days of our, our kids' lives. So I was still in high school, and mom and dad were in the Peace Corps sending students over to Southeast Asia, Malaysia, Singapore, uh, Indonesia, and I would go to the Peace Corps Center, and that's where I found out about giving versus getting a job. And so that's what my poor dad taught me was the importance of giving and a sense of mission and purpose. And my rich dad taught me the same thing. He says, you don't just make money for yourself. You have to enrich other people. And so his biggest job was making sure his employees had money. And that's a very important job too. And that's what entrepreneurs do. The problem with most school teachers is they only make money for themselves. I, I listen to their words. You know, I was talking to this one young lady she is in her PhD program. She says, well, I've got to get a, a grant. I said, what's a grant? And what a grant is, is where somebody gives you money. And so most school teachers, these PhDs, they get these grants. Now, the, the reason that's not entrepreneurship is what Darren Weeks will tell you is this. He says that if somebody gives you money, you got to give it back. You have to make more money with money. And these school teachers work for grants. Oh, give me money so I can study. That's pretty greedy from my point of view. Now, every teacher wants to shoot me right now. Well, you don't know how hard it is. Yes, I do know how hard it is. But when you raise a million dollars, that means you got to make 10 million with it. That's entrepreneurship. Not this, well, I got a $100,000 grant and I'm not going to give it back. Some of the worst people I've met are these guys going for their PhDs on grants because they're little greedy little sons of, you know, what's it? So with that, once again, it's Robert Kiyosaki, The Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. You can listen to The Rich Dad Radio Program anytime, anywhere on iTunes or Android. And all of our programs are archived at richdadradio.com. We archive them so that you can listen to this again because anything worth listening to once is worth listening to twice because you'll pick up even more. But more important, you can share this, this radio program with friends, family, and business associates because, ladies and gentlemen, the government can't take care of us anymore. We need more entrepreneurs out there who are social capitalists, social entrepreneurs. And you can't be a social capitalist if you have no idea what a financial statement is. You know, the average guy doesn't know what a financial statement is. And that's why we created the cash flow game. It's the only game that teaches accounting. And the reason I'm happy that Frank Hopkins Jr., entrepreneur, pastor, speaker, is most of his, his inmates he's talking to are entrepreneurs, but they never had any financial education. So what do we expect? And now they're supposed to go back into society and get a job? Are you nuts? Are you nuts? Are you nuts? I mean, that's what's wrong with our school system. And another friend is Darren Wakes. He's been teaching Rich Dad and the cash flow game for all these years. So anyway, Frank, what we have for you 
is that in the book, Why the Rich Are Getting Richer, which just came out, we have Rich Dad TV. Those are real entrepreneurs. The trouble with academics is they're fake teachers. You know, my accounting teacher had, was never an accountant. When I was in my MBA program, I knew more about accounting than my accounting teacher. But the guy was a teacher. He had one of those grants to get his PhD, I guess. See, most teachers haven't done the real thing. They don't know what real life is about. They're good people. They mean well. But they don't know what real life is about. And the people that Frank are teaching, they know real life from the dark side. So we have so we have Rich Dad TV. It's inside Why the Rich Are Getting Richer. I encourage Frank to play the video. Have a, There's a little instruction in the back of the book. Have his, have his um, students, the inmates, discuss it. Play the cash flow game because we learn by doing. We don't. We learn less by listening. So the more they do, because these guys in jail, they're active. Man, they've done something at least, more than most school teachers. But anyway, they're doing something, and that's how they learn best. So it's Rich Dad TV. It's the back of why the rich are getting richer. It just came out. Get it at your local bookstore. But you'll learn from real entrepreneurs, not fake entrepreneur teachers. So Darren. One more thing. What advice would you give to Frank about teaching the cash flow game? Well, I think the biggest thing is to obviously get the inmates or anybody that you're talking to to actually play the game because people learn by playing, and it's going to be a lot more fun, for instance, than you know going back to the, the days of school, and these inmates or other people probably have this, this horror in their mind thinking, I don't want to be taught by somebody and just sit at a desk and get lectured. So when I see people play the game, they have fun, they interact with each other, and the light bulbs and the aha moments that go on are really amazing because they're actually playing the game, and it's simulating reality. You're going to actually play the game and educate yourself so you don't make mistakes or as many mistakes in the real world. So playing is crucial to the education. And so when you play the game also and you have 10 lessons in why the rich are getting richer, in Rich Dad TV, you're learning from 10 real entrepreneurs. And one of my favorite guys in there is Rod Smith. He was a captain of the Denver Broncos. And, he's, and so Frank, he's talking about making mistakes and the way human beings learn is by making mistakes. For sure. And every one of your customers or your students has made mistakes. Absolutely. And one of the best things they can learn is what they learn from making their mistakes. See, if they don't admit, like Clinton, you know, he didn't have sex with Monica. I mean, he never learned a thing, damn thing. But when you learn from your mistakes, it's like this aha moment. The lights go on, oh, that's what happened. But as long as they're covering it up, pretending I'm innocent, I didn't do anything wrong, they don't get anywhere. So if there's one thing I can encourage you to do is show those 10 videos from Rich Dad TV, why the rich are getting richer, and have them discuss what they're learning from real entrepreneurs, not fake teachers. Any comments there, Frank? Uh, no, thank you for that, Robert and Darren. Yeah, I'm just making notes on all of this because uh, you're right that my – my best learning has been from all the times I fell on my face and, and got up and uh, you know said, okay, I got to do it different next time. And these guys, I'm praying that these guys will take the same approach. And I can't thank you enough, Robert, for helping to make this happen. This is a big deal. People get to have a different future. And there's one guy in his 60s, and he's told me, he said, Robert, check this out. He said to me, Frank, my life is over. I'm like, no, your life's not over. You're still breathing. The Lord's not done with you. There's something you can do going forward. The past is the past. And so with these materials that you've, that you've so kindly gener uh, donated to us, 
we'll be able to teach these guys a different way in the future. So I'm very excited about it. Yeah, and no, we're very excited about you and what you're doing because we always wait for people like you to raise your hand and say, I'm here to serve. And, you know, like uh, being a former Marine, one of the things that really drives me nuts is people come up and say, oh, thank you for serving. I said, well, what are you doing, idiot? You know, don't thank me. What are you doing? It makes me nuts. Anything you want to say there, Darren, about what it's been like for you because you know, the art of raising capital and all that, has God been good to you, but have you been good for God also, right? Yeah, I mean, I, d I definitely think God's been good to me, and I just try to lead the way. And I liked what Frank said earlier. My approach always was I don't have any expectations of return when people come and play the cash flow game. Some people are going to take advantage of it. Others won't. And those that want to take advantage of it, I've seen hundreds of them change their lives in a positive way, become entrepreneurs, and then they can help more people because then they start to realize the lessons. The more you give, the more you shall receive. So it's almost like a ripple effect. And I really believe this can change the world if we all have this attitude. It's been, it's going to be a fantastic ride. Like I said, Mona, Mona Gambetta, who does, she's a backup person for my books and all this. She's, she's helped, you know, Darren write his book and all the advisors write their books. She's worked, she's on her way to meet with Alex Rodriguez, or A-Rod, and he wants to give back also. So we're all in this process right now of giving back and not expecting the government to do it for us. So Frank, Give us some other ideas of what you plan to do with the, your ministry inside the uh, prison and what do you find when you talk to these inmates about to re-enter the world? I'm fairly new within the last couple of years to the whole correctional uh, world. But uh, you know, at, at some prisons, they give you like a $50 card or, you know, of some sort and they tell you, hey, good luck. And so everyone doesn't necessarily get to go through these programs. I guess it's a certain type of crime or, you know, whatever, however all that works out. And so the idea that I've gone through all this, you know, nonsense and, and it doesn't seem to me like prison necessarily, you know, gets somebody in the right state of mind. They, they end up trying to defend themselves so much of the time. But they leave with really, so many of them leave with like nothing. And then it's just almost an invitation to come back. So I do appreciate all those, I don't know how many states do this, where, you know, they, they help. There's this, you know, this transitional period where we're trying to help guys get on the on the right path. So I, I um, man, I'm, I'm going to do all I can. And as Darren said, it's up to the guys. I tell them, you know, nobody's going to change your life for you. The Lord will. And, but you got to take steps as well. So it's here for you if you want it. If you don't want to do anything with it, I can't force you. And so that's obviously, you know, your choice and... So it, it's it's just uh, I'm I'm very very excited, Robert. Um, uh, just on the opportunity to change one's life. You know, the, the cool thing about this life is yesterday's yesterday, and today can be different if I make different choices today. And so that's really what we're trying to instill in these men is that man, I can make different choices today, and tomorrow can be different as a result. So I just pray that that's you know through this resource and and your teaching which I think is huge because so many of us live that, you know, confined life of, you know, thinking I've got to work for someone else and, you know, I'm trapped by, you know, somebody else's decisions for my life. Um, and this is a whole new, you know, idea of freedom for so many. So when you're talking to these young guys or young or old, or these people coming out of the incarceration period, let them know they're going to meet a lot of smart people they're going to meet a lot of crooks on the outside. You know, if they can understand that, is that they're just guys who got caught. 
Right. They're going to run into more crooks on the outside. I deal with those guys every single day. Every single day I sure. deal with guys who should be in jail. Darren, yeah. is the same for you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, just because you play the casual game doesn't mean you're an angel. And people that, you know, come play the casual games at the larger events, there's always, you know, 5% are just sharks looking for, you know, somebody to prey on and try to steal their money. So that's what education will do for us. But, but did it start to pick out those people. They're but, everywhere. But didn't, didn't the Canadian government come after you also? They come after me. Yeah, they did. I mean, we started raising a lot of money years ago, hundreds of millions of dollars. And, you know, you have to follow every single rule to the letter uh, of the law. Otherwise, they're going to ask you a lot of questions, make your life difficult. And, you know, basically, without breaking any, any, any rules, they still shut my business down because they made it so difficult to do business. So you've always got to be uh, on the lookout and do things correctly. Yeah. So, Frank, when you're talking to these guys, just let them know there's a lot more crooks on the outside who are like, what's that old thing, w w wolves in sheep's clothing and stuff like that? Right. So just, I, I will for sure. Yeah, just let them know that the smarter they get, it's not that people won't take a bite out of them, but when somebody bites you, you know, there's a there's an appropriate response, which I've had to learn the hard way being a former Marine because hmm. I'd rather punch somebody in the mouth or do other things or wish evil things upon them. Right. But in the real world, you have to learn to deal with crooks who are wearing suits and ties. And it's a really good. Really if you good can talk. understand yeah. that, it's not what they do to you. It's how you respond to them. So anyway, I want to thank Darren and Frank for your contribution to this program. And when we come back, we're going to ask Robert. But for now, remember this. If you want to be healthier, wealthier, and happier, give and you shall receive. Or as I learned in Sunday school, you would teach a person to fish, you feed them for life if you give a man a fish they go back to jail you're listening to the rich dad radio show with robert kiyosaki robert kiyosaki's rich dad advisors have a great gift for you visit richdadadvisors.com and receive five free reports on business and investing success five free reports that can help you right now. And while there, check out the Author's Choice audio series. Audio is a great way to learn. And for as little as 99 cents, you can download key chapters from all the Rich Dad Advisor books. You can listen to The Myths and Magic of Real Estate Investing, Seven Steps to Limited Liability, The Four Pillars of Investing, Team Code of Honor, or The Psychology of Debt, among other great audios. For pennies, you can power up your skills for getting out of the rat race. So please visit richdadadvisors.com for your five free reports and your powerful and affordable audio chapters. That's richdadadvisors.com for great information that can help you right now. Every business owner and real estate investor needs asset protection. Entities like LLCs, S or C Corps are vital to protect yourself and your business. Let Corporate Direct guide you through the process of forming a corporation or LLC. Corporate Direct is owned by Rich Dad Advisor Garrett Sutton and is Robert Kiyosaki's choice for corporate formation. Mention Rich Dad and receive $100 off a formation. Call 800-600-1760. That's 800-600-1760. Or visit online at corporatedirect.com. That's CorporateDirect.com. 
Your financial education continues. Now back to Robert Kiyosaki and the Rich Dad Radio Show. What is it that you want to do with your life? Or are you just going to go to school to get another job and make some money? You know, as I said, uh, the sense of mission was part of both my rich dad and my poor dad. My rich dad's mission was to make sure his employees had a steady job because those people who need jobs. And that's why he worked and he studied so hard and he's what he taught his son and me. And my mom and dad on the poor dad side, they worked for President Kennedy's Peace Corps. And so the idea of mission and giving was part of my culture. And then I went to the U.S. Marine Corps and it was the same thing. We're there to serve people. The first word that te- they taught me at the U.S. Merchant Academy is the word mission. So what's your mission in life? The mission of the Rich Dad Radio, the mission of the Rich Dad Company is to elevate the financial well-being of humanity. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't have that mission. They come and they, they play the cash flow game where they worked for my company and all this, but they came to steal money. As I said to Frank Hopkins, please remind some of the inmates he's going to be talking to, when they enter the real world, there's probably more crooks out in the real world than in prison. You know, they're called, a lot of them are, they're here to help you. And I found that in teaching the cash flow game, which Kim and I came out with in 1996, there were guys working for my company, actually took the game out, and they were aberrating the game by taking all the stock cards out of the game and only having real estate deals so they could sell them real estate. So they play the game and say, oh, by the way, we have real estate to sell you. Well, that guy got canned. We had to fire him, which got me in trouble because we fired him and all this. But the guy was just there to steal money. He wasn't there to teach. So to Frank Hopkins, when you listen to this program and you're talking to your students in the prison cells, just remind them, you got to be very smart. And that's why we have the Rich Dad Advisors. We have very, very smart guys. They're real entrepreneurs. They're people I trust. So the 10 lessons from why the rich are getting richer on Rich Dad TV, these are people I trust. And that's one of the most important things a person can find in life are people you can trust. Because I'll tell you something right now, I don't trust too many people running the show right now. Not that they're bad people. They're just so incompetent, they can't do anything. So you better start learning and trusting yourself and hanging out with people you can trust. So what's the so you can submit your questions to ask Robert at richdadradio.com. So Melissa, what's the first question? Uh, Robert, our first question today comes from Emil in New York City. Favorite book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Says Robert, what do you say to people who say money is the root of all evil? My friends and family don't understand my drive to create a successful life for myself. Well, I hear that a lot too because I I grew up amongst a bunch of school teachers. I hate to say that, but most school teachers are poor people. They may be good people, but spiritually poor because they need a paycheck. And whenever you need a paycheck, you're poor or you need the pension. Or like when I talk to school teachers, they always talk about this word called tenure and grants. You know, they're so desperate for money. So I, I go, well, you're, you're going after money too. You just don't have the skill set. So unfortunately, one of the reasons we created the Rich Dad Company 20 years ago is because so many people in the world of academia, like I said, they're good people. Most of my school teachers were good people, save for a few, but they're poor. 
They know nothing about money, and that's part of the academic system. So a lot of times it's passed down through religion. You know, the love of money is the root of all evil. I was told that. But they always said, hey, put the money in the offering plate. <laughs> I thought that was funny as a kid. But then you go to school. So well, I, my poor dad, I was, I'm not interested in money. But so, so dad, why, why are you taking a paycheck? That's taxpayer money. Well, you got to get paid. So all I do is you step back, you listen to both sides, because there's always three sides to a coin, heads, tails, and the edge of the coin. There's always going to be rich people, and there's always going to be poor people. And there's crooks who are rich and crooks who are poor. There's people who are good who are rich and people who are bad or good who are poor. It doesn't make a difference. But what does make a difference is do you want to be rich and how are you going to make your money? If you're going to, like most of my friends grow marijuana, the guys I grew up with, they call them tropical agriculture guys. But they're criminals. Now, I have nothing against marijuana. I don't like the stuff. But they broke the law. And they're still breaking the law because it wasn't legal. I just didn't want to live that way. So I'm nothing against marijuana. I just don't want to break the law. So everything I do, which the reason we have our advisors like Tom Wheelwright for taxes and Garrett Sutton for the law, and the reason we have so many laws around us and all this, I don't want to break the law to make my money. But also I don't want to break any moral or spiritual laws or ethical laws. You know, that's the big difference here. So it's not money that's the problem. It's how you make your money and what you do for your money. And as I said to Frank Hopkins Jr., entrepreneur, pastor, and speaker, let us guys know that they're going to run into a lot of crooks in the real world. Next question, Melissa. Our next question comes from Trevor in Dallas, Texas. Favorite book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I've been working a side business and I'm working toward leaving my corporate job. What advice do you have or additional skills do you suggest I have before I take the leap? Well, that's a good question because uh, like when I, you know, when I, it's really simple. You know, the more dangerous your job, the more you got to prepare. For example, I went to flight school and I learned how to fly. Now, when I got ready to go to Vietnam, I had to find better teachers because the job got more dangerous. And so I started seeking better teachers. Well, the good thing about the Marine Corps is they provide those teachers to you. So I remember I went from Pensacola, Florida, where I got my wings, and then I went to advanced flight school in Camp Pendleton, California, and there I met real pilots. These guys had just come back from Vietnam, and the first thing they'd tell you is, whatever they taught you in flight school, forget it. So some of these guys had, not that it makes any difference to you guys, but you know, two of them had DFCs, Distinguished Flying Crosses. That's just below the Medal of Honor and Silver Stars and stuff like that. These guys were real studs. They put their lives on the line. They flew. They didn't care if they lived or died. Whereas when I listened to a teacher at Pensacola, they were usually trying to get past the test of getting your wings to fly. There's a difference between a, a pilot and a combat pilot. So the more dangerous the mission, the more you've got to find better teachers and prepare more. So you're going to be in, it's easy to be an employee in most cases. You just go to work, get your paycheck, get your pension, and go home. But you're going to be an entrepreneur. It's a whole different level of skill, mindset, and guts, and hopefully ethical and moral basis. And that's what it takes. So you never stop learning if you're going to be an entrepreneur. You can stop learning if you're an employee. 
Next question, Melissa. Our next question comes from Juliana in Des Moines, Iowa. Favorite book, Rich Dad Guide to Investing. She says, Robert, I want to thank you and Kim for both sharing your story. I too had a business collapse and was left owing investors several hundred thousand dollars. I knew from a karmic standpoint, I needed to pay off these debts and I have done so. My question is, I now want to move forward with another business on my own, but I'm way too cautious now. Any advice to overcome my fear? Well, first of all, congratulations for number one, losing the business, number two, paying the money back, because most guys run, <laughs> so congratulations. I'll just give you an exercise my rich dad gave me. He says, sit down and write like little stories of the mistake. So you write down the 10 biggest mistakes you made in that process. And so like, and then from each one of those mistakes will come a lesson. See, the most important thing is not the mistake, it's the lesson. So I remember when I handed Stanley, my accountant, my CPA, which was my, I got you gotta be very careful with CPAs. That's why I like Tom Realwhite. I gave him a check for $100,000. And so that was when Stanley ran off with the money. <laughs> And I sat there and I wrote, well, and I was blaming Stanley. I just kept writing that. I said, what was the lesson? What was the lesson? And the lesson was I didn't know much about Stanley and I didn't trust myself. And so when I learned that, it's, a, it's the same lesson I just said earlier. You have to find better teachers, better people, all that. Most CPAs are not very good. So that's why you have Tom Wheelwright, who is our Rich Dad Advisor on accounting. But also I had to get smarter so I knew a smart CPA from a bad CPA. So those 10 lessons, it took a while, it took me about three weeks. I kept going over each mistake, each mistake, each mistake. So what did I learn? Because inside every mistake is a priceless lesson. The problem with people who don't make mistakes is they don't learn anything. So again, I wanna thank you know Darren Weeks as an entrepreneur, real estate investor, art, art of raising capital. I raised a lot of money myself. But you're gonna raise money from other people. You gotta be very, very, very good businessman, because otherwise you'll lose the money. And I want to thank Frank Hopkins Jr., entrepreneur, pastor, and speaker. I'd like to ask him to talk to those his students, the inmates, to let them know that we all make mistakes. The question is, what do we learn from our mistakes? So with that, I want to thank all of you for listening to the Rich Dad Radio program. You can submit your questions to Ask Robert at RichDadRadio.com. And I thank you all for listening, thanking Darren Weeks and Frank Hopkins, Jr. Thank you all.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.